What happens at Grandma's stays at Grandma's is a model for you and your grandkids. If it's fun, it's fair game. But lately, hip pain has you grimacing more than laughing. And that's a moment you realize life's too short to put off treatment any longer. The Joint and Spine Center is Cincinnati's leading destination for orthopedic care with hundreds of joint replacements each year. So when a moment has the power to change the rest of your life, go to the one place with the power to change it for the better. The Christ Hospital Health Network. This changes everything. The Pound This Podcast is brought to you by the Christ Hospital Health Network. I want to lose weight, but I don't know how to get started. What should I meal prep every week? How do I get those sweet booty gains? Inspiration for your healthy lifestyle. You can pound this. The Pound This Podcast with Amanda Valentine. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to The Pound This Podcast. I'm Amanda Valentine. If you're brand new here, rad! Thank you for being here. Really, really appreciate it. A little backstory about me. I have lost over 100 pounds through healthy eating and exercise after a lifetime of obesity and yo-yo dieting. If you want to know more about my backstory, you can find some previous podcast about that, or you can always reach out to me. You can always email me at youcompoundthis at gmail.com, or you can always find me on social media. Just search for Amanda Valentine, and that's where I get questions for the daily weigh-in. So this is where I take one question and I give it one answer. Easy peasy. If I can't answer it, it on social media or Instagram, then I'll answer it right here. So today's question I wanted to answer on the podcast, obviously, <laughs> is how did you shift your thinking on eating healthier? It's so hard. And it is hard. And so I think one, my answer to that question from my personal perspective is, yeah, you should acknowledge that it is hard and be like, okay, so don't beat yourself up so bad, right? of give yourself a little bit of grace and be like, you know what, if this was super easy, then everybody would have it figured out and it wouldn't be such a problem. And to be like, how come other people just like like eating broccoli and I don't, I suck, knock that off. So step one, if that's what's going on right now, is making the mind shift of just like, oh, I'm just struggling and why can't I figure this out? Acknowledge that it's hard. And then try to think about what steps it is to make things eating healthier better for you. So for me, for a lot of my life was, I mean, I did not even think about what I was eating, if that makes sense. It's just kind of like, I feel like going out to eat right now. I'm going to get whatever I want as much as I want. And I am definitely a quantity eater, Um, you know, and I've talked about my binge eating a lot, but also just I just like to eat. I just love food and I love to eat. I love all food. There's not many foods that I don't want to eat. <laughs> but but eating healthy also doesn't make me feel deprived or I'm missing out because it's all about balance. So I think that making that mind shift is one at first is to have your mindset and your perspective on the healthier food. Don't see it as prison. Don't see it as, oh, I have to do this. Otherwise, I'm never going to get the results I want. Like it's you have to have a good relationship with that food. So I think broccoli is just the easy go to cliche. So obviously, French fries are a lot more sexy than broccoli. Let's just be real here. Let's not try to act like French fries don't taste better than broccoli. Duh. They totally do. Even as much as you could jazz up broccoli. I'm sorry. French fries win in my world. So it's again that mind shift though of like okay so obviously compared to french fries i'm gonna lean towards french fries but then the the mind shift is it's just not think of like well i have to eat broccoli otherwise i'm never gonna lose weight and i'm never gonna be healthier and it's like it's like a crappy homework assignment like of course you don't eat the broccoli 
when you're viewing the broccoli like that. So it's like, okay, well, this broccoli is going to fuel my body. It's going to make me feel really good. I'm going to be mentally feel well because I've made a better choice when I have laid out in front of me French fries and broccoli. If I choose the broccoli mentally already, I'm like, I did a good thing. You know how it is. You know what I mean? Um, It's just kind of like, look at me go. Like I went out to eat and I asked for the broccoli instead of the French fries pat on my back. I am a superstar. And so it's just one of those things where that's generally kind of what happens with that. So you mentally feel good for making a healthier choice. And two, you're physically going to feel better. Like French fries taste freaking awesome, but sometimes they kind of just make you feel like after you eat a bunch of French fries, especially if you have been on a healthy eating train and then you go back and eat French fries, which I think should be eye-opening. And at least it has been for me in my journey of like, if you're just eating French fries every day, it's just whatever. But let's say you eat super clean eating for two weeks and you're just eating nothing but chicken and broccoli, which is boring. I don't suggest that. But then you go back to the French fries and you're like, these French fries, they still taste awesome, but I kind of feel like blech afterwards. But you don't want to eat them every day. It's kind of like, you know, the the frog in the boiling pot of water analogy or whatever. If like you don't really notice it when you're doing it all the time until it becomes a shock to the system. So I'd say, you know, like I'm physically feeling better choosing the broccoli. It's fuel for my body. It has all these micronutrients. It's got lots of good stuff. It's got fiber. It's filling me up. It has whatever the hell else is in broccoli. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I could Google it, but I'm not like, you know, it's good for you. So the end, that's all we need to know. So I think that when you change your mindset of like what this broccoli is doing for you instead of you have to, then I think that's step number two. And then it's like, okay, so if I just steam broccoli and eat broccoli, you're like, and you're just like, it tastes like just ashes in my mouth. It's disgusting. I don't want to eat it. Okay, so what can I do to make that broccoli more appealing? Is there a seasoning I can put on it? Is there like a healthy cheese option I can dip it in or a healthier ranch? Or is there like, what is there? What can be a vehicle to make that broccoli taste better? A good example that I've used a bunch is Brussels sprouts because Brussels sprouts, if you like boil them or steam them to me, are nasty. Do not want, throw in the garbage. I will... I will choose to eat nothing (laughs) most times over eating boiled Brussels sprouts. So like for most of my life, and that's like, you know, when my family, God, I don't even know if they made Brussels sprouts. Maybe I just had this notion in my head that they were nasty because that's the only way I had them. So if I just write that off forever as Brussels sprouts suck, I don't like them, the end, then I never would have tried to discover different ways to make them interesting. You Cut some Brussels sprouts in half, toss them in a little bit of olive oil, put some seasoning on them, pop it in an air fryer. Dude, like, dude, (laughs) they are so good, in my opinion. So I have found a way or just, you know, having them and toss them in oil or whatever you want to and baking them or or roasting them or whatever. They are delicious. It's the same vegetable. It's just you're cooking it in a different way. I found a different way where I'm like, I really like it this way. Kale, kale, like raw kale in a salad. No, thank you. It is like seriously, like if you dump me off at an overpass and I started eating all the weeds. But if I toss in some olive oil, put some seasoning on it and I put it in the air fryer or I bake it and I make some kale chips the way I like them, delish. Whenever I was starting my weight loss journey, I ate an obscene amount of kale chips. Like every day I made a cookie sheet full of kale chips. I was obsessed for a while. 
and I haven't really lately, um, especially in the summer because it's so freaking hot, but I guess I could put them in the air fryer, whatever. I'm, I'm just talking, having a conversation with myself right now, but um, maybe I should bring kale chips back is my point. But it's, it's one of those things of like, okay, so first off, you got to get it in your head that it's not like, oh, I don't like this healthy eating. I suck. So there's step one. Step two is to be like, okay, have a different view of these healthier foods. What are they doing for me? And how is it fueling my body? And how is it helping me? And how is it making me feel? Versus like, oh, I have to do this. Yuck. And number three is, okay, how can I experiment and make these healthier foods in a way that I enjoy them? And, you know, and, and again, you can't compare somebody's week one to year eight for me. So I tend to eat things a little bit more on the plain side uh, a little bit, and I don't mind that now at this point in my journey. But at the very beginning, when I first started losing weight, it's like whatever vehicle has to get on vegetables to get them in this head is whatever's got to happen. If I got to dump a bunch of stir fry sauce in there at first to make sure I just put vegetables in my face, then that's what I have to do at first. And that's kind of where I started was I did not eat vegetables or fruit at all. It was just was not appealing to me. It was not my first choice. Let me eat a pound of cheese balls and cheese and McDonald's and, you know, the Red Bulls all day and just garbage. I It was not like I was like, can't wait to eat broccoli today. Like that was so not me. So I'm like, okay, I know I have to eat vegetables. How can I make them in a way that I'm excited to eat them? For me, it was stir fry. And I started out just using a bunch of stir fry sauce because it's like, that's what I got to do right now to get vegetables into my face. And then from there, I'm like, okay, well, let me like put some soy sauce on it. Like, and then, oh, and then, and then okay, well, that's good. All right. So now let me actually measure out the soy sauce and get the correct amount. And see, it, again, it's those small little steps of getting into a healthier lifestyle. It doesn't have to be like, I am, you know, pounding cheesy crunch gorditas all day. Oh my God, those are so good though. Um, to I'm eating steamed broccoli. If you make that hard turn, it sucks because your palate's in a different place. It does feel like a super diet. It feels like prison. So I'd say, you know, do those things. Whatever you got to do, step one, wherever you're at. What do I got to do to put more water in my body and more healthier choice foods, fruits, veggies, lean proteins, all that stuff that we all know is better for us? What do I got to do right now to make that a better choice to get it in my body at least once a day. And I say, no, yeah, you got to get seven veggies in today. Again, going from quarter pounders to seven servings of vegetables a day is a hard turnaround. And that's, I believe, not sustainable, at least in my own experience. So it's like, okay, well, how do I just get one vegetable in a day? All right. And how do I make myself excited for this vegetable of, I don't want to just like throw a steamer pack of cauliflower in in the microwave and I get it out and I'm like, just, I guess I got to like power this down because I have to get it in my face Ugh. of what can you do to make yourself like, I'm kind of looking forward to eating this cauliflower, like whatever you got to do to jazz that bad boy up is this is the answer that makes you be like, I'm kind of craving that. That sounds good for me with those stupid kale chips. Like every day I was psyched to eat kale chips. Like I had it down to the exact science with my oven I was living in Denver at the time of, and I like just 
again, like I knew my oven so well and I, it was a lot of experimenting. There was a lot of burnt, disgusting kale chips that were made, but I persevered. <laughs> and I, I found the perfect mix of what I liked for kale chips, again, to get those veggies in my face. So I knew exactly what the temperature had to be. I knew how long they had to be in there. I knew exactly how to season them. And then every day, like that was like my end of the night, like snack like it was like eating my chips you know like sit in front of the tv like having your popcorn sort of thing that was my kale chips and i looked forward to it every night i'm in it was just because i knew i wanted to eat more vegetables i knew that it made me feel better mentally and physically that i was choosing eating kale chips over eating a huge giant bag of lays and that i experimented with something that i would have told you i thought was nasty which is kale and I turned it into something that I learned a way to make it that I loved every single night. So it is hard because it takes time and because you're not going to find immediate answers right away. And you have to remember, too, that this is a lifestyle. And I know that that's so freaking cliche at this point of it's a lifestyle, not a diet. It's a marathon, not a sprint. But it totally is. And you have to, when you're going into those sorts of things, of not put this pressure on yourself, of you got to figure it out all right away, of just make those small little steps and do whatever is right for you because what was right for me in my own journey isn't necessarily right for everybody. We're all different people. We all have different, you know, our body chemistry is different. The foods that we like are different. Our work circumstances, our life circumstances, everybody is different. So it's just to learn what's best for you and find those little tips and tricks to make yourself excited for this healthier lifestyle. For me, the food is my number one thing. I feel like the food is the hardest. And that's what I focused on at first is figuring the food out, learning all those tricks. I was so into Red Bull. God, I love Red Bull. That I'm like, I know this is trash for me. I know this is a chemical soup that tastes like heaven. And I should not be drinking these things all day. So I'm like, what can I do to still get that caffeine rush and not have to drink Red Bulls? And so I went to coffee, but I thought coffee was nasty without a ton of sugar and creamer. But I'm like, I can't do that either. This just makes it just as bad as the Red Bull. So I started with iced mochas because I'm like, I know this isn't the best, but I know it's better than Red Bull. At least I know the ingredients. I know what they are. I can read them. I understand them. So that was step one. And then it went to um, ice lattes. I like ice drinks. So again, that's not everybody's thing. And where it was just milk and coffee. And P.S. I don't like milk. Like just drinking milk's nasty. I mean, if there is like a milk in a bowl of like cocoa pebbles, I'm down and I'm down for it. But just drinking milk isn't my thing. But milk and coffee, I'm like, it has to cut that bitterness for me. So I drank that for a while until I'm like, okay, now let me just try to go black coffee. Now it is my number one choice to drink black coffee. Like even when I get like free coffees or whatever, like rewards points, I still just choose to get a black coffee because even though the other ones cost more and I have it in my, I'm like, well, I could get me like an $8 Frappuccino. It's free when really it's not because I spent so much money to get that free one um, that I, I've done that once with like reward points. And it made me feel so gross. One, I was just mentally like, like, why, why did I feel like I needed this? Because I felt like I was getting a deal. Like I am kind of like not feeling myself. I was just kind of going where the money thing was. And two, it was awesome while I was drinking it. It was tasted delicious. And then I had that sugar crash later, and I just felt like, ugh. I mean, you know what a sugar crash feels like. You're just like, ugh. 
and I didn't feel that great. And I'm like, you know, I don't need to do that just because I get a free one. And it's, again, all such mindset shifts of living that healthier lifestyle of, you know, I had to mentally make that choice. I had to get there. And it's not like I magically woke up one morning and all of a sudden I made those choices and those changes. It's small steps over time. And then if you start now and you're going to look back six months from now because that time is going to pass anyway. And you're like, whoa, I really did some stuff in there. Maybe you didn't lose 100 pounds in six months like Jessica Simpson did. But, you know, like you, the, the important part is that you feel good physically and mentally and that you feel healthier and you're doing good things for your body. And I think that that's just the shift that really made a difference for me of living a healthier lifestyle and also acknowledging that it's hard because it seems like it's so easy for other people that have quote unquote figured it out, but they've got their own thing too. Just like, you know, I look at like JLo's body and I'm like, what? She's 50. The chick is somehow getting hotter. Like, how did, how is this life? Like, what? But at the same time, you're like, oh, well, you know, and you read comments and you see like, you know, Jennifer Lopez and how her body is just freaking banging. And people are like, oh, well, it must be nice. You got a chef and you got a trainer and you're rich and everything. And yeah, she's got all that. But that still does not take away what hard work it is. I mean, really, if you're living this lifestyle or you've tried you understand it's hard. And even if you got a chef, yeah, that makes it easier. And yeah, you got a trainer. Yeah, that makes it easier. And rich. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that makes everything easier. <laughs> but she's still got to put in the work. You know what I mean? She's still got to go like do the exercises herself. She's still got to make those choices. I imagine when you're that rich and you're going to these fancy dinners all the time, I'd be like, oh, my God, like that cake is encrusted in gold. Like, how could I not eat a gold cake? Like, I just feel like I have to. Right. And she's got to say no to that stuff. <laughs> but, you know, like it's still work. It's still a choice. It's still hard for everyone. So I hope that is helpful. I hope that answers your question that just small steps at a time. Try to change your mind shift on things and give different foods a chance and experiment a lot. You're going to fail a lot, but when you find wins, they're so worth it. And um, you're just going to feel so much better. And I think that's the important part. You're going to feel good. And when you feel good, obviously it radiates out of you and it affects everything around you. Everything is better whenever you're feeling good, right? So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Of course, if you have any questions ever, please reach out to me. Email, you can pound this at gmail.com or reach out to me on social media. You can always find me uh, by searching Amanda Valentine. And uh, thank you for listening.